Blog Talk Radio. It's amazing, and it's helping to change lives all over this sphere we call home. 
Finding balance in life is not always easy, but it can be done, and you can learn how to do it more easily than you think. So stay tuned to find out how you can become part of the ULA movement and live your best ULA life. This is your host, T. Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am the founder and CEO of the Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing the basic necessities of life to underprivileged children. I'm also a reconnective healing practitioner, certified vibrational sound therapist, and positive psychology and energy psychology practitioner at Quantum Wellness Center, my private practice located in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products to choose from, so you can listen whenever and wherever you want. Just download the title you prefer free of charge and start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. That's audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. My guest, Troy Amdahl, graduated cum laude from Northwestern Health Sciences University, became a devoted husband, father, and a successful businessman who traveled the world and retired debt-free at 42 and was an Ironman triathlete. Once a year, he and a group of friends, including Dave Braun, who is the ULA seeker who sought him out as a mentor, would meet to set goals and find balance and growth in key areas of life the synthesis of which became the philosophy and movement that is ULA. So please join me. Welcome to the show, Troy. Thank you so much for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being? Hey, T, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm having a great day today. It's glad, I'm glad to be with you guys today. It's a great ULA day. That's what I have to say. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a, it's a very ULA day. This, you know, this really is more than a book that we're discussing here. This is a movement. This is a phenomena. ULA, very catchy, very clever, and very beneficial for anyone who is interested in living a balanced life. Now, I understand that ULA originated from the word ulala and is a noun defined as that state of awareness. It's when your life is balanced and growing in the seven key areas of life, which you define as the seven F's of ULA fitness, finance, family, field, which is our careers, faith, friends, and fun. So I wanted to start with that word itself. How did you determine to use the word ULA? I mean, why ULA? I get that it comes from ULA-LA, but why ULA? (laughs) Well, you know what it was? It really goes way back to 1997. And Dave, the guy I co-wrote the books with, um, was an intern in one of my offices. And when he finished his internship, as a thank you for a good internship, I'm like, let's go to Vegas. And Dave was a 20-ish, 25-year-old guy who was married, um, had a couple small kids at this time, was just going to go out into the world and start his business, never been on a plane before. And we go to Vegas, and he's like, man, I get to go to Vegas thinking we're just going to do a dude Vegas trip. And I'm like, no, uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to the Hard Rock. And, and we grabbed three by five recipe cards and we sat on the floor at the hard rock and we put them in stacks of seven. And I said, it's very important that you win in your business. You just graduated. You go build a business. It's also important that you make money to provide for you and your family. But what we want to do is redefine success. And I've seen people in my own life work hard in, in one area, like to win at business and money. But I 
I was married at the time. I had small kids. I'm like, I want to be a good father and a good husband. I, I want to have fun in life on the journey. I don't want to wait until I'm 65 to start having fun. I want to pursue mm-hmm. a faith walk and see what that looks like for me and explore that. So in other words, what we were doing back then is redefining success, saying, okay, society tells us you need to win in business and money, but we wanted to win in all seven areas. So we would meet as a group of guys every year in Vegas for two days, step outside of the chaos of the day-to-day busyness of life and say, okay, where am I in this moment in these seven areas? Where do I want to go in the next 365 days? And most importantly, what are the actual action steps we're going to take to make that happen? And we would keep each other accountable and support each other on the journey. And back then, so the, the word ooh-la-la is like, Dave is super cool and like young and brandy. And he's like, you know, goal-setting meetings is like the lamest thing ever. <laughs> you know what this is? is it, he said, you know, if you're because we were trying to describe what it feels like. If, if, if you have enough money to pay the bills and you're feeling great and connected with your spouse and your kids and the key relationships in your life and you're fit and you have a spiritual connection and you're having truly joy in life, it's ooh-la-la. I mean, there was no better word to describe how yep. it feels when all seven key areas are balanced and growing. It's ooh-la-la, and it just shortened into ooh-la. And you're exactly right, T. It just took off. I mean, I was retired, literally retired. I mean, vacation house, beach house, lake house, hang with my kids. I, I thought I was living my little life at 42. And then um, this whole thing just took off uh, with the first book. Well, that's the whole thing. As I, as I started to read the book, because you start to get this at the beginning, you, hear, you, know, you, you tell your story. There you were, debt-free, and you retired at 42. That's just crazy. It's crazy good. It's wonderful. But you were very driven. You did a great job with that. So you were doing Ula before Ula was Ula. <laughs> and and yeah, then exactly. Dave, yeah, Dave seeks you out. And, you know, you really achieved your goal to retire young. You were living the Ula life already. But you came out of retirement. Why not just mentor Dave and let him go on his merry way and you stick to your ULA life? Well, Dave should be in sales um, because what Dave, <laughs> Dave, used my, Dave used my own medicine against me because we were sitting in the he, – he, he, for those of you who haven't read the book, um, the book starts – the first book and even the second book starts out with Dave having his ULA and then losing everything. And then getting his ULA back. I mean, that's really the, the premise of the book is how to, how to get his ULA back once he lost everything. And I remember him telling me, um, he called me, he was successful young in all seven areas. And he called me, we separated as far as like moved to different states. And we both got busy with our own lives. And in my mind, because every Christmas card, everyone's smiling and on Facebook, everything looks beautiful. So he calls me and says, you know, you're not going to believe this but I lost my million dollar house. I lost my million dollar business. Um, my family, my five beautiful kids and my wife, I'm getting a divorce. I'm driving my, all my cars have been repossessed. I'm driving my mom's beat up Taurus. You're not going to believe this. And I'm like, brother. I mean, I, I remember telling him vividly that the one thing that people, we, people we meet on the road, we tell them all the time is where you are is simply where you are. It's not who you are. And I right. told him that in that moment, like, Dave, this is just where you are. I've hung out with you. You are built for greatness. And you're built for amazing things. And this is just the circumstance of where you are. So let's go back to – because what we found out is he drifted from what we used to do. We used to meet in Vegas. We used to write down goals every day. We used to read them every day, and we used to take action steps towards them every day. Um, and just the simple thing of just small little steps every day, like, incre- like consistent change, you know, consistent progress every day. And he drifted, and he goes, if this works, if I can reconnect to these simple little principles and get my ULA back, we're going to share it with the world. So at this time, I'm fully retired. 
And right. he, it was maybe fast forward like a year or two, and he's getting his Ula back. He's out of a rental home. He's into a condo. He's out of his mom's car into a minivan. You know, he wasn't rocking it, but he was getting his Ula back. And he goes, this is working. And he came up to the lake with his kids, and we were pulling the kids around on inner tubes and having fun and having a campfire. And we were sitting out, and I'm like, you made a deal, man. And actually, it was a, like I made a deal with God, I think he even said. Like, if this works, God, I want to change. I'm like, what are you going to do? Um, neither of us had written a book. Uh, both of us struggled to write a four-page paper in college. So it's, no. like, it's like neither of us were bloggers or podcasters. I had a Hotmail account, didn't even have a Facebook page. Um, and he, he's like, I, I think let's just outline what we do. Let's outline. And we sat in the porch, and in three days, we had 95% of the book done. Um, <laughs> and we threw it out in the world to see if the world was interested. And it's just it's something about a balanced life in this world – were in resonated and then he came back to me and it was taking off like people wanted us to speak and people wanted to i mean there's all kinds of opportunity around ula and i was sitting in in arizona in the winter and he flew in and he's like um you know this ula thing's taking off i could use some help <laughs> and i'm like yeah i'm kind of mm-hmm. the first 10 the first ten thousand books had the back of my head not even my face mm-hmm. you know in the picture for the office because i'm like i don't want anything to do with it. i'll share the principles I, I'm my life's pretty good. Um, I'm gonna keep hanging. But he said, look at look at the principles you're advocating: six F's of Ula, fitness, finance, family, field, which is career, faith, friends, and fun. Well, for career at this point, I'm doing nothing to to provide value in the world. Nothing. Um, I'm living off previous efforts. So he said, you're you're rocking six of them, but if you're really an advocate of a balanced life, you're not doing anything in the career category to add value to the world. And he said, this is something we need to share. Um, and that's really how he pulled me out slowly, like one talk and then one video and then a Facebook page and then an Instagram account and then Facebook Live and then whatever, the next book. And um, that's what brings us to today. Yeah, that's how you got drafted. <laughs> Let's call it mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I've never – the, <laughs> the irony is, is he was right. Um, as happy yeah. as I was and my life was good. I will tell you that in the, since the first book came out, I have never worked harder in my life, and I've been a driven, hustler kind of guy with, with oh, yeah. work and business. I've never worked harder, but I've also never felt more fulfilled. We get, we get messages every single day about someone – we'll probably talk about this crazy tour we're doing about collecting a million dreams on the side of a surf bus. But yeah. people who put a sticker on that bus who said, I want to pay off my mortgage in August, and then they, they send us a picture standing in front of their paid-for house – or we've had more people than I can count that have lost over 100 pounds because they felt that's what was holding them back. Um, we have people who have healed marriages and given up addictions. We're not telling people what's holding them back. We're just saying look at yourself and understand that you're designed for greatness. And what is that thing that's holding you back, and what are the steps you need to take to make that happen and to reveal that? Because that's really what we're doing, T, is we're trying – we believe as two guys that we can change the world with a word. And it's not well, and the, me or Dave standing on a stage. It's like every, everyone we come in contact, tell them they're awesome. What's one bold thing you can do to make your life better? And you're naturally going to put off a light that's going to inspire the people around you. And the interesting thing is, you know, you're traveling around the country. You're part of the ULA team, presenting ULA Paloozas, et cetera. I would think that would create a little imbalance. I mean, you were retired and you probably had balance pretty well nailed down, except for that one area career. But because you're now taking it on the road, there's, it, it, it would stand to reason, I would think, that it would make imbalances in other areas of your life, like family, because you can't be there all the time. How did it affect the key areas of your life, the other key areas? 
yeah, it's tested us. It's tested me personally in practicing the principles we're advocating. In fact, yeah. I, I married, I've been married 27 years. I, I married a girl, believe it or not, I went to kindergarten with. Um, <laughs> and we went to senior prom. And we, we've gone through life together. And I will tell you right now, um, in the next, I'm in a casita, but in my house, on the fridge, there's a handwritten contract that went up about three days ago that says, in 2018, I will not be away from home more than 10 days a month. No matter if it's Ellen, no matter if it's Good Morning America, it doesn't matter. Because the reality is, um, balance is important to me. And yes. my family's important. My personal health's important. And, and the opportunities in ULA right now are endless. Like businesses want to do partnerships and affiliations and licensing. And I, I got three things today that are legitimate, really like planners and apparel um, that are great opportunities, but it's endless. I mean, it's endless. I could go down that rabbit hole and all of a sudden wake up divorced five years from now and go, okay, exactly. um, we're, over yeah. here, we're <laughs> over here changing the world, but my personal life is a mess. And yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, and that's the, that's the real key is I sit down with my wife and I go, okay, the opportunities are endless. Um, what, what works for you? She, she's so supportive and I'm supportive of her dreams too, but she just sees how I light up when we share Ula around the world and we see how it's changing lives. But at the same time, she wants her husband home and she wants a father home. So we're always balancing these things like what, what's okay and what's not okay. And what's the line. And that's just communication in relation. I do the same thing with my kids, my kids, I, um, we're, we have an Ulapalooza in Dallas in next week, and I'm bringing my 17-year-old who's going to work the event um, just so we can hang out and he can see how the event works and we get to be together. His older brother um, will be there. So it's really all of those things, balancing it all. But, it, you know, the thing is you're walking your talk, so that's what's important because sometimes when you go to seminars, the people are not walking their talk, and you can tell. So you have to do that or you're not going to be in balance. So that's a beautiful thing to see and to hear, you know. Um, now, your, your first book, which we're going to talk about, actually, the way that the publicist sent these to me was the second book came first, so that's what we're talking about tonight. And the, the first book we'll be talking about, I guess, in October. So your first book, Ula, okay. Find Balance in an Unbalanced World, I know – that came first, and, and as I said, we'll be talking about it. But then you're two guys. So why write a different <laughs> book explicitly for women, and, and why did you think you could write a book for women? Because you did it successfully, but what, what was going on there? <laughs> we, did, we didn't think we could do it successfully. <laughs> we, uh, but, so here's, here's how – this is how we go with ULA. We go with, like, um, let opportunity reveal the past. Like, what do people want? So – just to go back to the first book, I know we're going to talk about it in the fall, but the first book was a self-published two dudes in a porch writing a book about life, just telling a story <laughs> and wondering if it would help someone. I mean, the whole thing was new to us. No one, never in one of our goal lists was to write a book. We just told a story because it had such a positive effect on Dave's life and it's had such a positive effect on my life that it's just something we wanted to share. So the, we threw it out in, you know, like Amazon. And I remember when Dave, you know, Dave's a dreamer. So he's like, we're going to sell a million whatever copies. I'm like, dude, we grabbed a sheet of paper. And I said, write down everyone who's going to buy, buy a book. Write down everyone. He said, my mom will. She loves me. She'll buy five. My sister's rich. She'll buy three. We counted it up. And, there, and I, I'm like the left brain in the, two, in the duo. And I'm like, dude, that's 42 books. So if we sell a book to everyone you think we're going to sell a book to, we're going to sell 42 books. Well, come – you know, fast forward a little bit, and we didn't sell many books the first couple months, but then all of a sudden some people in Hollywood got it, some guys in the NFL got it, some CEOs got it, and it just 
just it just ballooned. It just took off. Um, and then all of a sudden people were going, people were reaching out to us and going, you know what? We need a book for women. Um, women are multitaskers. We have careers and we have husbands and families and lives. And there's, we're spinning so many plates in life and juggling so much. We need a book for women. Dave and I are just driving around in this surf bus, just laughing. each other, like, there's no way. I mean, how we don't even like telling people how to live in our book as, as dudes. We're like, just be the best version of you. And here's a real simple formula that, that you can plug your own goals and dreams into. But we kept getting this and we kept getting this and we kept getting this. Like we need a book specifically for women. Um, we chicken soup for the soul publishers got a hold of our self published book and said, we love what you guys are doing. And they signed us for a three book deal. And then they're mm. like, Hey, you need a, you need a book for women. And we're like, what is this thing with, what is this thing with women? Like, we're, have you looked at us? I mean, we're about as Jewish as it comes. It's like, oh, I, I don't have a clue. So we, we, were, we were taking the 1970 surf bus, which is 14 layers thick in dreams, and we were in San Diego with our two sons going up the coast, the PCH, going up to San Francisco along the ocean, collecting dreams. This was our first trip on the bus. And this is going in our head, like, why does everybody want a book for women? And we're like, this is never going to happen. So we were, so we're collecting dreams. And at this point, the bus looks like it has chicken pox because it has these random stickers <laughs> of people we're meeting um, <laughs> with, like, I want to pay off debt. And we're just having fun with our sons. And we pulled over south of Santa Barbara and just to, just to get some fresh air. And the sun was setting, and we were by a beach, and the kids wanted to play in the surf. So we let them play in the surf, and there's a beautiful family taking pictures by the surf, husband, wife, two girls. And they walk up to the bus because the bus gets attention. They go, what are you guys doing? And we're like, hey, we're going to all 50 states. We're reconnecting people to their dreams by giving them a Sharpie and a sticker and saying, what do you want for your life? And slap it on the side of the bus. And then you go make that happen, and that's how the world gets better. So she was smiling, and they're just gorgeous. I mean, it looked like a Pinterest couple, you know, just taking yep. – thought it was like a Christmas card. They had a professional photographer. We thought it was like for Christmas photos or whatever. And they go around to the back of the bus. She slaps it on. She goes, hey, thanks, guys, so much. We had so much fun, and, you know, good luck on your journey. And they leave. And, well, at this point, we haven't collected that many dreams, so we check every dream. We go over, and we read her dream, and it says, I want to be strong enough through my stage four cancer to see my girls become women. Yep. And we, no one said a word. Like, I get goosebumps yeah. telling the story now. Um, yeah. We got, in the, we got in the bus, which is usually just loud music and talking, and for 20 minutes, no one said a thing. And Dave and I go, we have to write this book. Like this lady's powerful and strong and positive through just the worst of circumstances. And she's found a way to just know what she wants. And then what we started doing is we started thinking about all the people we've met on our journey, whether it's at an event or someone who put a sticker on the bus or someone who sent us an email um, or a post. And we, and we started just go one by one. Well, this person worked through guilt and this person worked through fear. And this person embraced gratitude better than anyone I know. And the, the principles we taught in the book, we just started just thinking of women we had met on our journey that, that instead of our stories, because we thought we were going to have to tell our stories on, on telling women how to live. We're like, why don't we let these women, these everyday women, inspire other women to find more balance in life? It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful story the way it came about. And I can't imagine, I mean, you, there were 42 stories in this book. Okay, but you had to have gotten a whole lot more than that. How how did you choose? And what did your wife say when you said you were going to write a book for women? 
I got to know that. <laughs> yeah, she laughed like everything. She she laughed like she laughed when she said uh, we said we're going to write the first book. Because <laughs> like, again, I've known her since kindergarten. I've known her yeah. since kindergarten, so she's like, oh, what? Um, but uh, she the, at one level she laughed, but at another level she's like, women are multitaskers, and women say yes to everything. Um, dudes are a little yeah. more likely to like put in boundaries, but they're saying yes to church. They're saying yes to their neighbor. They're saying yes to their husband. They're saying yes to their kids. And they don't leave anything left for themselves. And they're needing this thing called balance. They're needing this thing called ULA. So she, uh, she but she, again, she's super supportive. Um, so, and then when the stories came in, t- talk about um, difficulty, it, every one of them. Uh, because even if the story, if the story was sent in an email and it was just, there was a story in there that Dave and I would help bring out um, with, with writing, but we're going to have to like, like the, the next book and the next book, it's going to be a series of books. And some of yeah. them we're just going to have to categorize and find a spot, in another book, because that's the cool thing is, is the women that we were, we started off like going down this road of famous and successful celebrity type people and tell And then when we got into it, like the, these are women with access and privilege. The stories yeah. that for us were the most moving were like the mom who got divorced and had the courage to leave an abusive relationship and find a way to provide for her kids because the dude wasn't stepping up and right. someone who, someone who didn't see their self worth because the way her, their parents treated them when they were young, there's a story in the book um, that we thought was going to be a fitness story. Cause this lady goes, Hey, I'd love to write a story. I lost 140 pounds or something like that. We're like, wow, that sounds like yeah. fitness. But to fast forward through as we were working with her on the story, we, we had it all dialed in to go under the fitness chapter. She started gaining weight, I believe it was at a very young age, like six or eight, because her, um, her grandmother's boyfriend was molesting her, and she thought by gaining weight she would be less attractive to him. Yeah. And we're, talk about a heavy issue. That wasn't an issue of fitness. It no. was an issue of self-worth and self-sabotage. And once she realized that she was worth it, she, the weight just went away. We didn't tell her yeah. to hop on a treadmill or a bike or to eat granola bar or that granola bar. For her to lose the weight, she had to see that she was worth it. And this guy was wrong, and she didn't do anything wrong. And right. it's just these stories of everyday women, and, and some are—I mean, some are super successful stories. There's a gal who took this back in the '70s. They called it a secretary. I mean, I think that's such a sexist word now today, even hurts my ears. But she she took this <laughs> job and she became a CEO of a multi-million-dollar company. But she yep. took what she needed to take to, to climb her way up the ladder. So every story is so inspirational. That's the feedback we're getting on this book is because everyone can relate at some, at some level to, to most of these stories. Well, that's the thing. You can resonate with all, all the stories in the book because they are regular people. They're normal people. If it were all celebrity, it would almost be like watching a movie and be like, yeah, right, okay, well, that's because they're celebrities. Because so celebrities do – you know, let's face it, not every celebrity is an author, and yet the moment a celebrity writes a book, it, it's a hit. Not because it's good, but because they're a celebrity. So when you look at that stuff and you think, wow, you know, you're trying to do something, and here you were writing a book on paper and getting it out there and selling the 42 copies and then some, <laughs> so to the point where you could write <laughs> another book, you know, that's when you know it's meant, and this is really happening. You're doing a passion. You're doing your life's purpose. You know, when you're, when things are just flowing along and you're in alignment, you're doing your life's purpose and you are right now. I agree. And that's, that's really one of the points we try to teach people is many times they can't see their purpose because there's a right. whole section of the book called Ula blockers, um, the things yep. that get in the way. So people say, how do I find my purpose? I'm like, many times the first step is to remove what's blocking you. 
And some people, it's straight up fear. And some people, it's they're carrying debt. So all they're thinking about is their debt. Or some people, they have toxic people around them telling them what they can't do. We're saying that it's impossible to see your purpose if your focus is on the debt and the toxic person around you and the health issues. Clear that stuff, and your purpose becomes more clear. Um, that, that's really the steps of ULA is like, okay, first clear out the clutter, the junk that's holding you back. Where, then be honest with where you are in this moment in all seven areas. Then dream big. Where do you want to go? And then what is something I could do tomorrow to move me in that direction? And you have on your site, because I've gone to the site, I took the test, and I saw what areas were out of balance. How'd you do? They were exa- <laughs> I, that's a, well, I, oh, I, I got a 602, which I thought was, you know, that's, that's okay. You know, <laughs> you know that's I was impressive. like, all right, 602. Um, but I, you know, I knew which areas would, would definitely need work. And then I signed up for the 21-day ULA Challenge. Now, today's only day awesome. two, because I read, I read the book you know, the weekend before the show, so I don't mix you up with another book. I can't just read them when they come in. I won't remember them. So, you know, so I read them the weekend before the show. And yesterday I signed up for the 21-day – no, it must have been Monday I signed up for the 21-day challenge because yesterday I got an email, and that was easy for me. And then today I got another one, and I was like, oh, this is easy for me too. They're giving me the, the, the ones that aren't as challenging to start with, and I don't know if it goes in any particular order. <laughs> but I was grateful for that because I didn't have a lot of time on either it'll, day. <laughs> it'll progressively challenge you. And, and that's, yeah. that's the beautiful thing about ULA, and that's, that's the way we've taken ULA. The cool thing is, is – um, even from a very personal point of view, where we are financially, it's like this doesn't have to be a financial play for us. Like if you go to our website, everything you did there is free. I mean, yes. it's, there there are people yeah. who change their there are people who change their life. Like they change their marriage, they pay off the debt, they get in shape, they they find God because they were mad at whatever it is they did to improve their life, and they haven't spent a penny because there's free resources, there's free downloads, there's that test you can take. Um, there's videos on Facebook. I mean, you don't have to buy. I mean, we, of course, we encourage people to buy the book because it lays it out so nicely. But we, we have this thing that even at Ulapalooza's, which is a high ticket event, we have scholarships. There was a guy who bought 100 tickets um, and wow. just said, hey, whoever needs to go, whoever needs to go, um, just give them a ticket, like if they need to go. Um, it, it's just a, it's a community is formed of people who just reach out and help other people. Cool thing that's evolved. It really is. I mean, I after reading the book and realizing, okay, this is something that, yeah, you can go and do all that online and check things out and, and watch videos if you want. I kind of like to have something in my hand. I like to feel a book. I don't read on an e-reader because I limit my screen time. I'm not a social media person because I, I don't like being cyberstalked. So I, um, you know, I don't do Facebook. Somebody actually does it for me for my children's foundation. I don't, you know, I, I just, I can't handle all that. It's just, it's not good energy for me. But I looked at this and I thought, you know, there's too much in this that I want to go back to to see, okay, what's this blocker that I have going on now and get, you know, and get rid of it. And I think too, the thing is, um, that when I looked at the 21 day challenge, you know, and I thought, okay, here it is so far so good. And I, and I give my, myself challenges frequently. So this for me is interesting because I have no idea what the challenge of the day is going to be. And since it's only 21 days, it's easy to take on and make time for. And I, I found in the past that challenges that I've had that I've taken and have a time limit actually became challenges that I extended because they worked so well for me. You know, I anticipate that this will become that for me. Have others continued with the challenge after the 21 days or, or how are other women responding to the challenge? Do you know yet? Do you have enough feedback? We do. We do. We have enough. We, we have a ton of feedback. And that's really a, what you're describing was exactly our goal in putting together these challenges is to get people in the habit of pushing the boundary of themselves. 
and to say, you know, I'm capable of so much more than I'm doing right now and so much more than I even realize I could do. That if, if someone from the outside is pushing you um, to, and you start to build this momentum and this belief in yourself, you're going to feel like you can do anything. And then what we want to do is, is teach you to look at your life just constantly through the filter of ULA. And because in ULA, once you understand ULA and you've read the book now, if I say, how's your ULA, you could say, you know what, I need to spend more time at home or my yeah. consumer spending's out of hand. Or as a dude, I've got B cups now. I'm having a problem. You know, I got to get back in the gym, whatever it happens to be yep. like you could just say, how's your ULA? Like, that's how we communicate in this community. And they're like, oh, my fitness is low or this, but I'm, you know, and that's really what we want you to do is to wake up and always be running because it's not a book you read and you set down. You'll figure that's why it's turned into a bit of a movement. ULA is really a lifestyle. It's a way of looking at your life and saying, yes, I want to win at my business. Yes, I want to win um, in money, but I also want to win at these other areas. And the most beautiful thing about ULA that I love about ULA, when we collect these dreams on the side of the bus, is we were just at a big Barnes and Noble doing a signing. And if you go to the self-help section, there's, you know, a 600 page book on money and there's a 400 page yep. book on you do these 27 things and you'll be amazing like me. Nowhere in ULA do you see us telling you how to live? No. Because what we found, we, what we found is the goals and dreams that the people we meet are unique to them. Some people, their amazing dream career is we met someone who wants to do kayak tours on a lake. Um, and hmm. I, I, we were doing an event. We were doing an event in Oklahoma City. I'll never forget it. And she actually, her story made the book because it just, I still think of it. We were saying, you be you, whatever you want to do. And this lady jumps out of a crowd of about a thousand people and goes, I want to be a goat farmer. We're like, yeah. cool, because I'm pretty sure no one else wants to do that. Like, <laughs> so that's, that's really the key is like, we just want to support her and being a goat farmer and this guy be doing kayak excursions and someone else writing books and someone else, you know, working on computers or in the tech world. It's like, and financially it's the same way. Some people just want to have a couple bucks left at the end of the month and some people want to be a multimillionaire. Cool. I, we mm -hmm. support both, but whatever it is, don't worry what your spouse says, your neighbor says, what society says, what do you in your heart want? Like if, if you weren't going to be judged in any of these categories, what does your family look like? Maybe you don't want kids. Maybe you want eight kids. I, I have no idea, but what do you want for your life? And then boldly go get that. Yes, boldly go where no man's gone before and do it because, yeah, because everybody it's, because comes. It's your path. Right. It's your path and it's your gift. We, we come in with gifts and the way that we present it to the world is how we utilize our gifts in the best possible way. And that's our purpose. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, we have many, many, many gifts and I still have many left to open that I'm not even aware of. And recently I became aware of one and I thought, okay, did not see this coming. Just didn't see this coming. This is good. You know, and I started I, and working I, on I think that's differently. The, that's the journey too, T, like for you and for me. Like I quit trying to be seven steps ahead. I think of it like yeah. I'm old enough to remember those gobstopper suckers where you put it in your mouth and it starts off orange and then you suck it a while and then it's blue and then it's yellow. It's like I'm just trying to get to the next layer of me. And once I get to the next layer of me, I might be revealed to the next layer of me and the next layer of me. So many people are trying to – if I would if I would have been doing career-wise, what I thought in junior high would be an over-the-road truck driver. That's what I wanted to be. I put it on the fridge. That's what I wanted to be. But, but life leads you to one thing, and it leads you to another thing, and all of a sudden this thing is revealed, and that shows that that's a skill you have or a gift or something the world needs, and you just start pursuing that and see what happens. And usually when it starts flowing in a way that everything's just coming together, you know you're going down the right path. That's just, it, just, it just happens. It's just 
things just happen, and you look back and say, I really don't know how I got here. <laughs> it just yeah, happened. We, it just went along beautifully. Yeah, we call that the Ula flow. Like, you're in the Ula yeah. flow, man. Like, you're, you're, yeah. you're the universe, whatever God, the universe has put you in this track, and for once, you're not listening to all the noise around it. You're following it. And when you're yeah, doing that, you just find this track where things just open up, and that's where you want to be. Yeah, and I, I also think that, you know, so many people are trying so hard to be something. And it's like you already are everything that you want to be. Just let it be. And pe- that's the problem. People don't know how to just let it be. Your book clearly is a guide. You don't tell people what to do. You just say, here, let's look at these key areas and see. And then it just clicks. When you're reading this book, things just click. And you say, oh, yeah, I really suck at this. Whatever it is. I read our own book every year. And every year I read a different part. You know, because like yeah. one year I'm, you know, financially we're doing well. The next year could be a struggle. The one year my personal fitness is fine. The next year it's a struggle. So that's the cool thing about this book is that you can be reading it in one season of your life and, and time moves on. Circumstances happen, change happens, and you read it in another season and you get something else out of the book. Well, and I think, too, that sometimes and I've done this with, with different books, I've picked up a book and read it. And then the second time I've read it, and don't ask me why I read it from cover to cover, but I do. And these are not I don't have time to read, you know, um, what do they call those books? Harlequin romances. I read books. You know? I read books I teach. And I'll read it and I'll think, wait, this wasn't in the book the last time I read it. And I'm quite sure there were no gnomes that came in and rewrote the book. So I must not have gotten it. You, you get what you get when you're meant to get it, when you're ready to get it. And if you're aware and open, you might, you might go back to a book and read it again. And it might become your, your Bible of sorts. And I have a couple of books that are my Bible of sorts that I go back to. And there's always something new in it that I think, I swear to God, this wasn't typed on this page before. I do not remember reading this. I do not remember getting this. But you know it was there. And I think that's what's wonderful. You can go back to your book and read these stories, and maybe one or two of them aren't applicable at the time, but something happens in your life, and you pick one up, and you open a page, and you read it, and you say, wow, okay, I really needed this today. It really it shifts your perspective on you and allows you to see how somebody else got through, and you realize, okay, yeah, they got through, I can get through. Let me check those areas again, because those areas are going to go in and out of balance at different times. I mean, that stands to reason. Yeah, I, I just love how this book came together and the fact that it's story-driven, but then surrounding yeah. these stories are, are simple principles. Because if you give me a book that's all principles, I, I start falling asleep halfway through. And you give yeah, me a, story, a book that's all stories, it's like, well, wait, what's the lesson? What am I, I want something to apply in my own life. What can I do today to change me? And I, I just think this came together nicely with the stories and the surrounding content of Ula that it makes it an easy read. And um, the feedback we're getting both in like formal reviews and just from regular readers has been, has been phenomenal. I'm sure. And I can't wait for the next one to come out because as I, you know, I knew there'd be a series. I don't know if that was in the marketing, in the book itself. I, I, cause I read everything that the publicists send me, every piece of marketing, every, everything to, to try to do the best I can for the show. And I remember reading that, there was going to be at least another book or something. And I thought, I wonder if there's going to be many. And maybe I was just picking up on that. I don't know. But I thought, I can't wait to read the next one because I'm sure the stories will be different. Maybe some will be similar. But you always get something different out of somebody else's life experience and the way that they present it. So well, I we, look forward it's to that. that. It's, it's the opportunity thing. And, and we, uh, do, we see it now. Like the, the second book was challenging because everyone was asking for a book for women. And we tried to figure out a way that would honor women. And I, I think we were able to do that by, by using these stories of everyday women we have met who found more balance in life. But now it's become easy. Now that we have that template, 
Um, if we do a book, we're, we're asked to do a book for couples and for teens and for kids, you know, as, as a life skill, if, if, if a young person in high school or college would learn these life, basic life skills going into the world, I mean, it'd be amazing. And if we could do it in a way um, from people who could, they could relate to in their same demographic, um, it'd be powerful. So it's just going to be fun now sharing these stories, collecting these stories and introducing them to different subgroups. And even success stories of people who have, you know, something happened and all of a sudden there was this thing presented to them. They did it and they didn't realize they were living an ULA life, but they were. You know, it's like, wow, when I look back now that I read the book, because I can look back to January of 2016 and say, okay, that's when this started for me. And I know I've been living an ULA life and I didn't even know about ULA until, you know, a couple of months ago when I first got the book. But that was one of my questions, too. I, I would love to see an ULA life for kids to teach them early. This would be so beneficial to their learning and prioritizing. I mean, think about Absolutely. the psychiatrists and psychologists who would be out of work because the level of stress would be reduced <laughs> to nothing and everyone it, would be living a balanced life. <laughs> we get we get stuff like it's it's a little overwhelming actually, but we're getting things that people are using ULA in addiction centers. People are teaching it to we we've seen classes with a wall of ULA where they draw yeah. they draw uh, they draw a bus on the chalkboard and everyone's writing their dream on the bus. And we we see corporations that are putting these vinyl images of a bus and they're they're connecting their dreams like it's it's going like it's this thing that's just got a life of its own probably half of which our attorneys will go crazy because it's some trademark violation. But Dave and I are kind of like, cool, <laughs> like more ULA, more places. Like we want to change the world. And it's just nice to see people out there um, having a positive conversation, changing the conversation to what they actually can control and change, which is themselves and taking steps to make it happen. And it, that we speak, we speak to as young as kindergartners. And mm-hmm. we've, we've spoken to a group of cardiothoracic anesthesiologists. And the funny thing, T, it's the exact same talk. I mean, it doesn't yeah. change. Like, the message is the message that, you know what, um, you're designed for something special, and it's not to be average, it's to be great. And there, it is possible to have a life with less stress and more balance, and one that's great, more greater in line with your purpose, but you have to see it, and you have to write it down, and you have to read it every day, and you have to take a couple steps toward it every day. And never lose sight of that and make sure the dreams that you're having for your life are your own. And that's, that's a kindergarten thing. That's a college thing. That's a career thing. So many people are over here living – they find themselves in a path of circumstance that they took a job that was convenient. They married the person that was convenient. They, they live in the neighborhood that was convenient, and they've never stepped outside. What do I really want? What do I really want? All they know is they feel unhappy and unfulfilled and unsettled. But when they start saying, well, really, I don't want to be an electrician. I don't want to be a teacher because my dad was a teacher. I want to do this. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to make X dollars. I want to make X dollars. Um, I don't want to be in this physical health. I want to be in this level of physical health. And all of a sudden, once you give them permission to dream and give them a roadmap on how to make that dream a reality, um, that's when all this cool change happens. Yeah, and it can happen at any age because so many people – went to college to be something safe because that would provide for a good family life. And, you know, you'd be able to make a living and survive and you could afford health insurance and you'd have your car and your house and, and that's it. 
That was the American dream. Well, that's not the American dream. The American dream is, is that and so much more. We are so limitless. If we understood how limitless we were, we would completely astound ourselves. But we don't allow ourselves to do that because from the time we're brought into the world, automatically you're squashed. Everything gets squashed down. No, you don't have imaginary friends. No, you can't, you, you know, you can't do certain things. Exactly. And it's getting worse because of technology, because people don't know how to socialize anymore. So this involvement with, you know, having a van and people putting stickers on it, this involvement of talking to kids and having them look at a book and say, all right, you want to live an ULA life. This is going to be, you should probably submit the word to the, to the dictionary, just ULA, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> what it is. It's a phenomenon of movement. It'll be in there. It really will. They put irregardless. In That's it, our not goal, even by the way. That's one of our goals. Is it to get in the Yeah, it'll get in there. Irregardless is in there, and irregardless is not a word. You know, I hate that word. It's not a word, but they put it in because people use it. It's like that's in that's grammatically incorrect. Please don't use that word. I hate it. <laughs> but that's the way it is. So you'll get in there, and it'll be legit. <laughs> no, it's, it, you know, if if we get in there because people are changing their lives, that's the whole point. It's like it's just it's, yeah. it's so. We were just we were just at um, Channel Five in LA last week, and they were asked because we did our second time back, and they just said we need some good news because this was when, this is when everything was going sideways. They're like, you know, the world's going sideways. We need more balance. We need you guys back, and we're like, it's just nice to see that that people will attach to a positive message because we just threw this out there. We didn't market it. We just tossed it out. It's just so simple, and that's what I think. That's what they said too. What they liked about it is the simplicity of it. It's like yeah. there's seven areas in life. There's these seven things that can get in the way. There's seven things that you can like love and gratitude and humility that can get you your life faster. And there's three simple steps. I mean, essentially, that's the, the principles of ULA. Um, and second grade, high school, retirees, it, it's the same message. It works for everyone. You know who I think you should send it to. Oh, my God. Print out the list of politicians and send one to everyone. I seriously think you should do that. Send a, send a, send a box of them to the White House, will you, please? Yeah. I, uh, you I, they can't balance their budget. How are they going to balance their life? <laughs> well, that's why they have to do the Ola thing, so they get true, it, you know? True. You would have to go there. You would actually end up working there full time because you'd have to be in the White House every day saying, no, you guys aren't doing it. You're not listening. You're just not, you know. <laughs> but it hey, would I, don't, be I don't think I would honor I don't think I'd honor the contract on my fridge with my no, wife. No, I don't think if I went to DC. Hire someone to do it, you know. Hire someone else to there do it, and, and rock and roll with that because that would become a full-time job. I swear to God. Oh my goodness. So you're planning all these things, and everything's going along really great right now. And it seemed, from what I read, it seemed like there was um, there were a lot of West Coast events or Western part of the country events. When are you coming to the East Coast again? And have you done all the 50 states? You've done them all, correct? We've uh, so we're on this bus, this 1970 VW bus, no air, no heat, no power, anything. Um, we mm-hmm. we have been. So the goal is all 50 states, and we're going to get to Alaska and Hawaii, um, and a million dreams. Right now, we're 14 layers thick on that bus. So if you wow. think of bumper stickers, round, round bumper stickers, right now, if you touch it, it's a little spongy on the side because we're 14 layers thick. <laughs> is it a 14 fire la- hazard? 14 layers. You know, it's heavy. Um, 14 layers <laughs> thick is only 50-some thousand dreams. So we've got our work in store. Um, we, we just worked on our 2018 calendar. We're going to the mm-hmm. Pacific Northwest next month. Um, we're going to the Midwest in October and then Florida in um, November. And then next year, we're going to round out some more states, too. So every month, we'll go on one little run, keeping our own life in balance. 
and we'll do media and we'll do just media is something we just, it goes with the territory, but what we love more than anything is just pulling up to a random coffee shop or a donut shop or a park and people walk up to the bus and say, what's this all about? And we just start talking about life and we hand them a sticker that's blank and a, and a Sharpie and say, what do you want for your life? And it's just so fun to watch the reaction. And you're driving. Uh, when people, oh my gosh. Yeah, we're driving. We, the, the, we, we, the last leg of the, the tour we started truly in the Atlantic Ocean, like our toes in the Atlantic um, by Boca in Florida. And we took it all the way, and not a straight shot, by the way, like up through Nashville and down to New Orleans and into Dallas and Oklahoma City, all the way um, to California, coast to coast. And you're in Minnesota, right? You live in no, Minnesota? No, I'm, I'm in Minnesota in the summer, but I, I'm in, I'm in uh, Phoenix in the winter. Um, so I have a, that's far away. Hot here. That's a big country. It's not like you're in the center. Yeah. You're going out. You, you know, no, no. That's a lot. This whole, it, it's insanity uh, is what it is. It, it makes is. no sense. It makes no sense. Like, uh, like anyone from a marketing point of view, from a, they just think we're crazy. Like, they, and, it, and we were in, we were in air. We were when uh, Vegas had, it was 117 degrees when we were in Vegas and we have no air and we're going from, from media thing to media thing to meeting people. And we're just like drenched and dehydrated. But, and this is like, okay, I live my whole dream life so I can be financially free to drive a, in 170 degree heat in, in, in uh, Vegas. And I'm like, I'm smiling ear to ear because I, I can't yeah. even tell you how life changing the process of meeting people and driving that bus and talking about who it is. It's, it's, it's the coolest experience I could wish upon anyone. And I can't wait to, of all the things we do, like we say no to a lot of speaking things and a lot of media stuff, but we always find time every month in those 10 days I have to, to get bus time because Really, that's the core mission is is one bus, two guys going to all 50 states collecting a million dreams. Because we, we believe if we collect a million dreams, if there's a million people, because what we tell them about our bus, it's not a wishing well. You don't just throw a sticker at our bus and hope it sticks. I want to be debt free. I hope that works out. We're like, hey, if we're going to honor the people who have committed to positive change on this bus and we're going to carry your dream with us, you're going to take this seriously. Like, so don't just put down the first thing that comes to your mind. Like, what do you want to change? I'll tell you a quick story about a guy in California, a hardworking guy with a work shirt on. We're at a gas station, and he had his hat on, you know, like a baseball hat on side. He's like, hey, guys, this is the coolest bus ever. What? Tell me about it. We're like, hey, we're collecting dreams. He's like, this is just sick. He said, I want – he said, can I have one? And we're like, yeah. He said, give me a fun one. So he, and he just writes, I want to have more fun, and he slaps it on the side. He goes, have fun, guys. No big deal. It happens all the time. We go down the road about three miles. All of a sudden, we see this truck coming quickly behind us, like approaching, like closing the gap. And mm-hmm. he signals to turn over, and he comes in tight and, like, puts on the brakes, like, aggressively. And we're like, oh, this could go bad. And, yeah. and it's the same guy. It's the same guy. But this time, he wasn't cocky. This time, he had a tear in his eye, and his head was down. And he goes, I need another sticker. And we're like, what do you want, man? He goes, a family one. And he, and he grabs a family one, and he wrote, I want to be a better dad for my daughter. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. – Dude, that's what we do. Like that to me, like that guy's going to go home and I hope it lasts forever. It may last a night, but something changed in that guy in that little interaction yeah. that he realized that I need to be a better dad for my daughter. And yep. that gets in our blood of driving this bus. And if everyone who meets that bus goes home and makes that thing happen, that's how the world's going to change. 
Of course, because it's the compassion that comes through. I mean, everything's energy, and we're all made of energy. So you're, and your energy is interacting, and it's on such a high vibe. It's only going to bring others up, even if they turn around, and in a, a few seconds later, they realize, wait a minute, there's more to this, and they drive down the road aggressively to find you and say, I need another sticker. I think that's wicked yeah. cool. Wicked cool. Yeah, so cool. wicked, wicked cool. Yeah, it really, really is. Oh, my goodness. Well, I just loved the book for women. I am waiting for the other book to come in so I can read that for our October show, which is the first book. And then hopefully there'll be other, you know, she'll send other books and we'll have you back again and again because (laughs) this is such a phenomenon. You know, I think the marketing people are amazed because they wouldn't ever think to do something like this. But, you know, when things are different and you need – People need change. People want change. They are hungry and thirsty for change right now, and they're seeking ways to do it that are truly going to work. And a visual, I mean, it doesn't get better than a visual. When you see a bus driving around with all these things on it and two guys getting out who are so highly vibrating at such a high frequency, of course, of course it's going to catch on. And that's a beautiful thing. You guys are doing a great job. You're doing wonderful work in the world. And Thank you, you know, so much, And thank Steve. you for that. <laughs> you know, well, I, I just think I, we appreciate shows like this too because you, you're getting the word out there too, and and really we all want the same thing for people. I mean, we we want people when we take two steps back, everyone wishes well upon if you're coming from a good place, which most people do. They're just like, hey, they just want to find a way that's easier, a way that's less stressful. And it's just a, a little guidance on how to get through things when they don't feel right, like they feel out of balance, they feel out of ULA. And yeah. a show like yours, you know, website, whatever happens to be that's sharing the message, we're grateful for the time because we know your time is valuable. Well, and yours is as well. And, you know, the the fact that you're putting out a, such a good message, you know, um, people have called me and asked me if I'd have some author on who's very well known and if I've read the book and didn't like it I've said no <laughs> you know I'm like no nah, I don't think so you know, and got in trouble for that and they're like well you know they're really good and I'm like eh, this message isn't that great I don't really you know so you know but yeah, that's you don't because need it can, at that point that's a yeah. great place to be for you by the way then you can then yeah. you feel like you're doing work that matters yeah, and I and I truly believe that I am. And it's funny because as I was reading the book, I thought, how can I get these guys to do something that will work for the kids that I'm work helping right now? How do I do a fundraiser with this? Do, do they have fundraising things yet? They have to think about that. Yeah, we, I, well, I mean, you know? it's it's the 10 days a month thing. It's like, but I mean, a book for kids is one of the, like, I would say right now, um, the three requests we're getting is like book for couples, book for men, book for kids. Those are the three big ones right now. And I mean, I, I, we just love this message. So if ever there's a platform and like you asked about the bus coming, I looked at our 2018 calendar. We're definitely going up the East coast um, okay, in 2018 good. for sure. For sure. Like I've, okay. I've seen the calendar and I, I have to like sign off on it pretty soon. So we're yep. working our way up um, from Florida and then um, we're going to work over to the Midwest and then come back up through the Northeast in the fall of 2018. I know that sounds like forever from now, but um, no, it but comes it's fast. So time of year coming into New England yeah. at all. Are you going to be going to New England? The, that's how we plan it too, because we actually yeah. enjoy the journey. So that's why you wonder why we're in California lately, because California is pretty cool right now. Um, you yeah, wonder why I'm we're sure going to be in New England yeah. in the fall. It's like it's beautiful <laughs> in the fall. So uh, yeah. the bus, and again, the bus doesn't have heat or air. So we've got to think about the weather <laughs> when we're driving around too, but that's a gorgeous time to be in your neighborhood. Sure. I mean, I'm from Massachusetts and, you know, October is the height of tourism season in New England. I mean, it's bigger than any other time. So you'll be there at a perfect time. And and, and if you're going to be there, I mean, I'm in New Jersey now, unfortunately. Uh, (laughs) But I'll drive up back to back to Massachusetts to go up. We get to we get to we get to the city, New York City. We take the bus. Can you imagine that bus in Manhattan? 
Um, but oh, we get the bus in, uh, in Manhattan. America. Yeah, well, yeah. we do. So we just, it just, it, we know what it does. It, we had it once in Manhattan, and we were circling the Today Show to truly technically get it on the Today Show. And mm-hmm. a guy in a Maybach who's being driven around rolls down his back window, and he goes, I've seen you pass me like five times. He said, I just love what you're doing. So maybe yeah. that guy realized he needs to, you know, be home. I don't know. what, But it's like you just never know who's going to see the bus and how that's going to impact yeah. their life. You don't. And that's the beauty of it. You know, when you're doing things that you just don't, you, you, you know some of them, but when you don't know all of them, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, my gosh. We're almost at the top of the hour, Troy. I can't believe it. But before we go, would you please tell our listeners how they may learn more about ULA and where they may purchase all of the ULA books? Um, the best place to go as a starting point is ulalife, O-O-L-A-L-I-F-E.com. And by the way, if you don't see the bus in person, you can submit a dream at ulalife.com, and someone from our team will handwrite it and put it on the side of the bus. Um, the books are available everywhere books are sold, um, Barnes & Noble, Costco Now, Rite Aid, books, everywhere books are sold. That is great. Thank you so much. And please stay on the line so I can talk to you a little bit afterward once I finish All right. this outro. Appreciate it, Tila. Thank you so much. Oh, you're quite welcome. I appreciate your time. So listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we're meant to live productively, healthfully, purposefully, and have an ULA life. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about other upcoming events I'll be hosting, including my sound healing concerts and labyrinth walks. My children's book, Santa's Tiniest Elves, just launched on August 1st. A portion of the proceeds from the sale of the book is going directly to children in need. It's available at Amazon and, of course, through your local bookseller. Please check out Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, where every dollar of every donation directly supports children in need 100%. We are run solely by volunteers. There's no salaries, no stipends, no compensation of any kind to anyone. We are investing in a brighter tomorrow by giving them a better today. So thank you for taking time to visit our website, SojiHuggles.org. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRG Aware Radio and at Soji Huggles. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. I got a mind.